It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. Fantastic Forum on Games Radio's premier comic book show when you're live. Weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you just stick with us because we're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building to my right. He is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him, but you love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. You know, I kind of wonder what would happen if that kryptonite condom was like red kryptonite. <laughs> uh, on the line, he is our resident Dark Knight Detective. He is our Intrepid Cup reporter. He is, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He is us. Does our intro say that Flash's name is Tony? No, the Punisher. No, it says, yeah, Tony. <laughs> Flash's name is Tony, and then somebody corrects him. No, that's Wally West. I didn't get that part. That's because you've never seen Daddy Daycare. Yeah. I've seen Daddy Daycare. I just never paid attention to our intro. Oh. Where you get the Punisher from? What? <laughs> the intro says the Punisher's name is Dead Tony. End Road. The intro says the Punisher's name is Tony. <laughs> I think you just got buzzed in Taboo, which was from Mark uh, from Mall Clerks. No, I'm sorry, from Mall Rats. Mall no, Clerks? It's not. Like Joe's having a stroke. I just or, or drunk. <laughs> it's from Daddy Daycare. Joe. I just said it was from Daddy Daycare. Wow, I'm starting to reconsider this whole drinking. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. Did Joe start drinking before I got here? Yeah, he's been drinking the whole time. Oh, like, I established that rule, and now I'm rethinking it. Jeez, Joe. <laughs> Joe's like, butter. <laughs> 
Across from me, he, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler, and resident strong man. His name is Moses Magnum. Lord, give me the strength <laughs> to accept the things I cannot change and to change the things that I can. <laughs> Wait, I love how Mo like adopts the serenity prayer, but it's like clear that he's never actually said it before. <laughs> it's like I'm not mad at you. No, I'm just happy that you're praying. I refuse to go. Well, that's why I refuse to go to the twelve step program because I had to surrender control to a higher power, and I don't believe in any any higher power other than gravity. <laughs> why is gravity a higher power? Because gravity is awesome. I can see it work. <laughs> what makes gravity a higher power as opposed to like Because you can't fight it You sure you can That's what rockets do But they have to come back No, no they don't or they, pull, so or they get pulled to something else There's so much shit out in space <laughs> Either way <laughs> Point is Yeah I basically it didn't work for me Because part of me drinking Responsibly and socially mm-hmm. Is the fact that I'm in control As a grown ass man in my drinking so, giving, surrendering to a higher power is some baby shit that anybody that would do that shouldn't be drinking. Period. Now, well, but that's what the meetings are about. Yeah, but they have it wrong. You can believe no, they're in about not drinking. I know, but they also but say it's okay to relapse. And it's like if you're either not or you're a grown ass man, you either no, drink or you to, don't drink. That's just to not be discouraging. Yeah, that's stupid. No. <laughs> it's like no. if you can't be in control of your own impulses and your own emotions and everything, like then you're you really evolutionarily you shouldn't be alive. Oh, uh, no one's really in true control there's, of their. There's own. some rehabs that let you drink beer because you can have a couple beers every now and then. I don't know how I feel. You about don't really, that. you don't really have a problem until you actually get fucked up. So you need to know when to quit. Yeah, but if you knew when to quit, you wouldn't be an alcoholic. That's true. It's like it's like the dude from from uh, West Wing. He's like, I don't understand how people have one drink. Oh, I heard that show was awesome. What? Have you never seen West Wing? No, I mean I heard of it from like, Larry uh, Senator. <laughs> like there was a senator on a the Daily Show, mm-hmm. and there he was basically talking. Uh, John Stewart asked him like, "What show like kind of best represents?" Like what it's actually like in the White House, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, House of Cards is completely off base. Like none yeah. of us are that smart." <laughs> and he's like, "The best show is The West Wing." Yeah, but I I told you The West Wing is a no, good you show. Said it was good, but you're not a senator yet. But what what's that have to do? With Your that? opinion doesn't matter, Larry. Like I wasn't looking for it to be good. I was like looking was, it to be accurate. No. Yeah, this was about how accurate it is. Gotcha. Not about how good it is. I'm surprised he didn't say beep. But you um, can. He said, yeah, he said that's not a good representation. And uh, there was one more show he said that's not a very good representation. I don't remember what. Word. But yeah. So this is Fantastic Forum. <laughs> we got a great show for you today. Because we're going to be talking to you about Justice League, Gods and Monsters. And we're also going to be talking to you about the latest comic book news. And we're also going to talk to you about whatever else you guys want to talk about. I want to tell you how it is that you can and get down. Oh, and. I'm talking about the Morose Mononokian. Oh, 
Oh, damn it. I forgot that joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, I knew we're, you were going to forget. Well, a reminder wouldn't hurt. I know. Right? It's all that booze. Well, it can't be all that booze. It's like, Joe remembered. So, must just be my failing as an individual. He forgot to I mean, remind you, though. I remember either. Huh? Mo didn't remember either. Yeah, what, what's, well, what's nobody the, told me. No, it was on. The, you said it on the show. It was my final thought. Oh, he usually, I wasn't listening. <laughs> um, and what else is it? What is it, Joe? Say it again. The morose Mononokian. There you go. The morose Mononokian. Word. So we'll be doing that, and whatever else you guys want to talk about, and we'll tell you how to get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But. Before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed, they will send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. All you have to do is let them know what it is that you want. Make sure it's a $10 minimum purchase, and they will send it, like I said, right to your door for the low, low flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. If you like graphic novels, if you like trade paperbacks, and you want those instead, you can get those at Jeffrey's, too. In fact, if you buy three, mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to give you a fourth one for free. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. Three one nine eight. You can call them now. They're open as long as you can multitask because you can't not watch or listen to the show and talk to Jeffrey's comics. So get that multitask on. Uh, also, we want to make sure that you guys know how it is you can get down on Fantastic Forum. First and foremost, we have our Skype line. Odds is on it, so you know it's there. Fantastic Forum on Skype. Uh, you can put that into your contacts at the green button, and you will be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Also. We have the All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. Uh, you can put your, oh, actually, no, you don't put anything. You just go ahead, put your comments like, into chat. We'll take them out of the show. Out of the show. We'll take them out of the uh, chat, bring them into the show, such as insert witty chat comment here. Jay. Uh, Tiger Claw says, it looks like early screenings of Fantastic Four are positive. Is that what it looks like? It, it looks like a good movie. It looks like really fun. I wish I could pay to see it, but <laughs> Michael B. Jordan fucked that up. <laughs> he kind of did. How'd he fuck that up? He basically said... You nerds go see it anyway. Yeah, he said... Oh, I'm yeah. complaining, but you're going to see it anyway. You're, no, he said you're going to pay to see on? it anyway. Your mic's on, right, Joe? Yep. It's you're, You do sound low. Yeah, well, you know, I always sound low. So. No, but you sound lower than usual. I don't know which one of these mics is. Is this yours, Joe? Yeah, that's probably yours. Something no, that's is, why. What? It's the one without an XLR cable. Mine doesn't have an XLR cable. Yeah, but we need that because your voice is too loud on the XLR cable. That's oh. why I gave you that mic. But this is the mic Joe always uses. Yes. This is my mic. Maybe we just need to turn him up a little. Try Say something now, Jay. All right. Better? Yeah. <laughs> you think that's better, Mo? No, I would say bring that down to the middle, uh-huh. and we'll do the this that one. Yeah. Okay, say something now, Joe. All right, better. Yeah, that's better. Okay, cool. So yeah, um, 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I'm gonna go see Fantastic Four. Me really? too. I'm just not gonna pay for it. I am. Well, you're not gonna. What are you gonna do? Sneak in? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, funny. it sucks, but you know, this is what Michael B. Jordan has driven you to. Right. Crime. It's like he's gonna get all hopped up on the sauce, and then you can't manipulate <laughs> me, Michael B. Jordan. T- tell him, Joe. You know, we don't care how good of an actor you are. You're in a sucky comic book movie. It, it's Actually, probably gonna it be. It's like really fun. It's gonna like, be an interesting. It's gonna, it's be, gonna interesting, be a fun movie right. with great visuals that won't be Fantastic Four, right? So, but you have to put like, that. Why can't he just say that? Well, because he doesn't know. Someone told him that it's Fantastic Four, and he believed them because he doesn't read books. <laughs> I'm sorry, he doesn't read comic books. I don't know. I can't. Here's the messed up part. I have to put in the caveat because there's like some one random friggin' damn near white supremacist member of our audience is like, I told you you don't read books. You know, and I'm like, well, not no, no. everyone, Not everyone reads books. Most people don't read books, but when you say black people don't read books, it well, makes I us mean, sound ignorant. Well, he's just one black person. Yeah, yeah but this is this is the whole... We know he can read because he's an actor. No, Joe, you're, you're explaining it to me like I'm the racist. I'm not the racist. It's racist people that are the racist. That's why you have to say these things to racist people. You're like, listen, he can actually read he does read books. He doesn't read comic books is what I meant. He probably reads books. I mean, he's read a book before. Let's put it like that. He reads lots and lots of scripts. <laughs> not, look, the, the sad fact of the matter is, is that someone, with, with the statement I made, someone will what question his literacy. Right what? Was this playing on the TV? Uh, gonna be the twin tail. <laughs> okay. It's about a guy that becomes a girl with pigtails. Right. So it's like in order to save the world. New Age Ranma? New Age Ranma half? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Word. I loved Ranma. Ranma was amazing. It's weird, but like, it's in the weird in the best way possible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it kind of sucks because like, Ranma wasn't my favorite character. Mm-hmm. So my favorite characters were always getting beat up by him. <laughs> but... Yeah, it was a great show. Ranma was my my first uh, delving into transgender politics, or maybe not. I don't know. Is Ranma transgender? If you if you become a woman mystically, does that count? All I know is that he can't have children. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. It's like I really need someone to explore that for me further. So, I mean, it, it was weird coming up because, I mean, not really weird because I just kind of ignored, like, not ignored, but it's like when he's in a female body, then he's a, it's a female body. Like, it's the body that you're masturbating to, not the personality. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Sounds like Joe watches tranny porn. <laughs> Look, here's the sad fact of the matter. Joe's not alone, right? There's a lot of people that watch that. Apparently, the, the tranny porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I that's mean, a thing. It's a well, you know, you know what the best part about fucking a tranny is. I do not know that. If you reach to the front, it feels like you went all the way through. Oh Jesus Christ! That has to be a joke that you heard out there in the frozen North Dakota. No, that's oh, yeah. that's why they like fucking trannies in North Dakota. Oh jeez. One guy actually said. Don't you just hate it when you're blowing a guy and you find out he's a fag? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I've never had that come up. (laughs) (laughs) 
wait, what? So yeah, it's a wild, wild episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, well, you know, I don't know. Are you going to go see Fantastic Four? Mo? I know you're not going to go no, see, I'm it. Not gonna see it. You didn't even go well, see. You're Ant-Man. not going to see it because you don't like the way the thing's face looks. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's. It's not plen- just because there's the plenty thing, of yeah. reasons why I'm uh-huh. not going to see it. Well, no, that's kids, the main reason. No, like, that's the main no, reason, right? No, like, like the, the brown. The main reason is the Black Human Torch. Well, that's like that's the main. But reason. But the brown's a secondary reason, right? The that what does that mean? It, well, the thing getting the thing wrong is a pet peeve of mine. Like I hate it when right. they do it in comics too. Like he, like but, whenever we talk about the Fantastic Four, he brings that up. Brings what up? The, the things thing, I the way he looks like the brown. Oh, the brown! I thought you were saying the brown. No, I was like no. the brown. What? What are we talking about? The brow, yeah, yeah. He sure doesn't have that hanging eyebrow, does he? No, he's just, like, just a straight rock face. Yeah. What? And it's weird because the, the, the brows are so distinctive, right? And it's CG, so you could put them in if you wanted to, right? And he could move them, right? <laughs> like they they moved them in fucking the Never Ending Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie was amazing. That's messed up. That the rock thing in Never Ending Story is more thing than the thing in both Fantastic Four movies. That's crazy. He's like, big, strong hands. These hands. <laughs> I, was, I love that part of Never Ending Story. Where I was like, damn it. This is like I don't know. And I was like, I was young when that came out. I feel like I was like, we were what? Like real young. Like eight, maybe. And it was just like when this guy would talk about his hands and how he couldn't hold on to his friends, I felt him. I was like, man, you know what? I get it. Like, that wasn't my favorite part, but I did get it. And I was just like, dude, I'm like, you would like, think. Come for me, Gamora. Like, that was my favorite. Do come for me, what? What's his name? Gamora? When uh, Atreyu is talking to the wolf. Oh. He doesn't call the wolf Gamora, though, right? I think that's his name. It's something like that close to that. They know the wolf's name in that joint? I thought the wolf was the nothing. No, the wolf was the servant of the nothing. Oh. Damn it. What's the wolf's name then? Gamor? Yeah. It can't be Gamor. It must be something else. I feel like I would remember that, but maybe not. Who knows? I don't remember things. So, yeah, no Fantastic Four movie. It's like, I don't, I like, I might have to go see it, like, in the, during the week. It's Gamork. Shut up, really? Yeah, well, that's what comes up when I put in in the Google. Gamork? Come for me, Gamork. I am a Treyu. That's a messed up name for that thing. It makes it very uncool. No, he was awesome, and he is fear itself. (laughs) And I also like the Turtle Island. Yeah, cool thing. Like, that guy was awesome. Yeah. So, I am a Treyu. I heard that... uh, I wonder if uh, I can find that on YouTube. Michael B. Jordan and, and I didn't go. I didn't look for, further into the story because I just saw it in passing. But I heard Michael B. Jordan and Kate Mara were on like. Who is Kate Mara? Invisible Woman. Oh. <laughs> like context clues, Joe. Context clues. Um, were subjected <laughs> to some kind of racist uh, radio interview. Yeah, I heard uh, about that. Yeah. I didn't actually see the video. I hate things that show me videos, like <laughs> articles. Why do you hate that? Well, because I just want to read what they responded. Well, like I don't want to. I don't want to hear. Like I don't yeah. want to watch a video. I just want to read too. what they said. Like, that happens so much. It's like it's fucking annoying. Like, like let me just read it. Right. 
But like, a lot, I don't always need a video. A lot of those articles will have the video at the top, and then they'll they'll write. No, a lot of them don't have. And not any the one, article. not the one I saw, because I specifically uh, wanted to see what they said, but it was just the video. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. I mean, I think it should do both. I mean, you're blogging. <laughs> it's like it's not like you're gonna be writing a book anyway. Jay, Way what are you too doing? much work. <laughs> Way too much. Jay, what's what's happening, Jay? We're just playing random clips under the show? No, it's not random. It feels random. We were just talking about this. Yeah, but we're talking about something else now. But it's too low. You should you should what you should do is get the Kate Mara Michael B. Jordan clip and play that. Right. That would be relevant. Dude, he is so fucking scary. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> well, look, I tell you what. Maybe Joe can't drink on the show. Hey. <laughs> look, we definitely can't have Jay drinking it on the controls, apparently. Because Jay just does whatever the hell he wants. Well, when he's not on the controls, he talks. Segway, <laughs> so. But uh, I, I, I'm telling you, I've been charting this. Because I also listen to the show again when I edit it. Right. So. Dude, isn't the show great? It was. Damn, I know, right? <laughs> It was. It was. But yeah. And it's like, that's his production <laughs> input. Like that, and the one the, the one thing he does production-wise is derail it or not let us listen to Slayer. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're for racism. No, fine. Listen to all the Slayer you want. I don't care. We need more. We appreciate your permission. Last week I cared. Now I don't care. Play Slayer, <laughs> play Obama, country music, play. We're gonna play. We're gonna play Miam Kampf set to friggin' friggin' Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. Miam Kampf set to Wagner. <laughs> yeah. Do you? It was so on my page just now. I love it. <laughs> so, are we talking about the sexist comments or the racist comments? I mean, I don't know which ones are which. Like, help us, Jay, because we just All heard right. about it. I put in. Uh, I put in Kate Mara. Two things come up. Uh-huh. Kate Mara fends off sexist comments on Fantastic Four, and Kate. Uh, Kate Mara will handle offensive interview. Do the offensive interview. That's the story, and you know I don't like I don't know why it's offensive because I haven't heard it yet. Or well, here you go. You're mm. about to hear some offensive shit. <laughs> it's, it's what we're looking for. But like, real quick before you play it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, depending on how they handle this, I might watch DJ the movie. D coming to you now with another challenge. Sorry, that's not because <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> We know, Joe. We know. I, I don't. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, what the hell? Joe, please stop this. I like cereal. Yeah, I can't find like where it's coming from. Below. If you look at the top, it's Larry's computer. No, why is it my computer? <laughs> if you look at the top, it'll tell you. It'll have like a little headphone. I remember when drunk shows were fun. Now it's just sad. Well, keep in mind that the drunk shows were you guys being drunk and me being sober. It's a formula that worked. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, come to think of it. So, you know. I don't think that's it either, Joe. 
He's watching a Vagisil commercial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I need to find a, a different site for this interview. Well, you know, if you go to our Facebook page. Bam! It's on our Facebook page? I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure Tiger Claw put it. Or he can put it in link if you just ask him. That's true. We go and chat. chat. Yeah, the claw. Yeah, uh, claw. So, so depending on Hope how they answer it, you might go see the movie? I might, yeah, because it's like, you know, I look, I you know don't... know he's a contrarian. It's like, whenever someone, like, he'll hate someone until someone else hates them. <laughs> and then he'll like them. Like, That's... the same thing, like, what happened in the Son of Batman screening, where you hated the kid that played Damien, and then that other guy made fun of him, and you were like, oh, I like him now. <laughs> I never liked that kid. You did after that guy? You no, said you did. I said I didn't... Li- after that guy made fun of what him. The, how did he make fun of him? Um, he was saying how great everyone else is, and then he went to that kid's name, and he's like, you're okay. And then you were like... Yeah, I don't think that happened. I think that did happen, but that was WonderCon, right? Yeah. Was Mo, was Mo there? Yeah. Because I still hate that kid. He looks like Toy Man. Well, the yeah, kid you, does look like Toy Man. I still hate him. I, I believe you said in the moment you didn't. Because no. we hated that contrary. guy more. That's the thing. <laughs> That's your country. No, it, I hated that guy more that made that comment. Just like, you know, I don't like Black Human Torch, but not from a racist standpoint. Mm-hmm. But if somebody confronts them on a racist standpoint and they do a good job handling it, then I give them props. Right. <laughs> you got I don't see how that. That's a contrarian. No, that's oh, not, that's I mean, not contrary. That's not contrary. Look, you can say you're not a contrarian in this case, but I've it, there are countless things where you've been contrary just to be against what other people are doing. It's, a, it's part of your charm. That and your hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> Do any of those say that is the interview? No, I have the interview on my own. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, let's what? hear it. Dude, why do you think Tiger Claw can produce better than me? <laughs> I mean, just because he can. The movie. Right. 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 Fantastic Four. The obvious question, obviously for you two. I'm a fan of superheroes. I know the backstory. I have not yet delved, dove into the backstory between Sue Storm and mm-hmm. Johnny Storm. Yeah. Sue Storm was adopted. Is that the question? Well, not yet. That will ruin my question. <laughs> have you seen the movie? No. Oh. I did that on purpose. You haven't either. Okay. Really? You, have, no. you just know your scenes and that's it. I mean, we, we read the script. Yeah. <laughs> but you haven't seen the whole thing. When will you see it? Or do you not see movies? You might see it at the premiere. That's the premiere. You're going to wait till then and get one on the way. Well, from what I understand, your brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. Am I missing something? No. Because the yeah. obvious question is what? They were brother and sister? Yeah, but you're white and you're black. You are both that. But how does that happen? Because in the other one, they it's just their brother and sister. Yes. They, there was no backstory. The Jessica Alba. I think the same thing with this one, too. I don't think there's any backstory. Just brother and sister. No. They're, they're, I mean, how did that happen? There has to be some type of adoption thing going on. Hey, I mean, they could be raised as brother and sister. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different family dynamics that could be Hold on. Didn't she start that at your point by saying that? She did. She started with adoption. You know, he's asking what happened. I don't need to see it. I already know what's up. Yeah, I love it. My question would be, after watching, you know, I've seen the first two, you know, the only two that I've ever seen, Jessica Alba and everything. Why 
redo, why do another one? I mean, why is it just a reboot? Is this what Hollywood is into, just redoing it again? Why are you asking that them that? Right? This, this guy is an idiot. Yeah, yeah. It, like the questions are idiotic. Why? Like they have, they don't really need to defend themselves because they're not being asked anything properly. I mean, how many Batman's have they made? And well, that's the thing. I keep saying, why did that tip? All the answer is, hey, don't get me wrong. I love you, shooter. Oh, thanks. And it's weird. This video, it's like in someone's living room. I am sorry. I know. You can see. Yeah. No, you will be your hair will let you. It's taking place in someone's living room. No, you look great with short hair or long hair. Which is why the audio sucks so hard. They should just come here. They would have got better questions. And we could get the comments to And better audio. We don't sound that bad. We don't sound bad because of Moses' amazing audio engineer. Alright, we can stop this. I don't, I don't know. There's only 10 more seconds. Or 15. I promise. And you're Billy. Is that, is that weird me out that he's doing that? It's creeping me out. Which part? The hair. I mean... I'm a toe guy. You're so fine. Wow. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you guys for coming out today. That's crazy. That was rock 100.5. Oh, it was a, a radio interview. Oh. Uh, so they messed around and... Uh, yeah, They're I trying like, to shock jock. Yeah, exactly. Without, like... Doing a poor job of it. Right. But yeah, uh, I don't know. The comments I, I, seem to think that uh, that the questions were dumb. Of course, that's what they were, and that the reporter's an idiot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, everyone sees him for what he is, I guess. Yeah, it didn't sound racist. It just sounded stupid. Right. Um. Yeah, it's like. It would be interesting if somebody had actually brought up the idea of the like so socioeconomic issues that stem from the idea of a black family adopting a small white woman or small well, white the girl. Score goes up. No, well, and that's probably why they don't let that happen often. <laughs> it's like you know, and that's the thing. Like, that would adopting be a question. Adopting a white woman is better than marrying one. Am I right, guys? Yes, I don't know. I'm probably. I'm. I don't know. But it depends on what you do with her. Like that would be a question that would be interesting to be like you know and you know I'm sure somebody would just be like man it's a movie about superheroes why worried about that but it's like you know a dude catching on fire there's I believe science in science fiction and there's fantasy. <laughs> Look and then and then there's just like total throw reality out the window like. Small white girl adopted by black family. <laughs> like you're just like what? No way! Don't believe it. You're talking crazy. You know, but uh, it's all right. Plus, it's a black family whose last name is Storm. Why wouldn't that be the case? That's just weird. What's that's, weird? That's a white name. How's Storm a white name? You don't know anybody named Storm. I only know porn stars named Storm, yeah. and only one of them is white. No, you don't know. You don't know any. There's no one that you would know with the actual last name Storm. You don't know. Oh, I know. I know. That's like. And besides, I'm black. My last name is Young. Yeah, but you're Belizean. It doesn't count. Damn. I don't know if he's saying 
I don't know if he's talking. You, sp- you spell it the right way. What's that? What's that mean? Like, you don't spell. You're not like a Y U N G, like Korean young. Well, yeah, but that's not the right way. It's just the English way, Joe. I'm sorry for thinking English is right. It's the American way. You should be. You should be. (laughs) No, we're okay most of the time. No. We're not? No. Yeah, we are. I just watched a video the other day of a woman that was, it was it's messed up because it was actually one of my my Facebook friends, like a person, somebody I know personally. Mm -hmm. Her mother got accosted by this random woman in a McDonald's because she was speaking Spanish to the cashier. And the woman basically told her that she should be speaking English. And the brother got it on film. And she's like, this is America. You should speak English. Why and, don't you help? Why, did, and, why was the brother filming instead of helping? Oh, no, the brother was helping, too. Don't get it twisted or confused. It's his mom. He wasn't just sitting there a bystander. He was filming the woman, trying to shame her, and telling her, like, hey, you better get up off my mom. What are you talking about? Because she was like, if you keep speaking Spanish instead of English in America, that's how the communists and the Nazis win. And we're like... Nazis hate Spanish. Well, Joe... It's true. I don't I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, but they it's don't irre- hate it as much as they hate Hebrew. It's irrelevant, because... But Nazis, they hate it. Nazis aren't anything America has to really, like, really, really worry about. We do. There are a lot of Nazis here. Aren't there? Get complacent, yeah. I don't think there are a lot of Nazis. I think there's more Klan members in in America than there are Nazis. Klans are Nazis. No, they're not the same. They're equally... Some of them are. They're equally terrible, but they're not the same. But the fact of the matter is, it's like just, you know, for a woman to feel so comfortable that she could tell somebody to not speak Spanish when they're not even talking to her. You know, <laughs> it's like, dude, listen, nobody's talking to you. All you have to do is shut up and be stand in line. No, I get it. You get what? It's wrong, but I get it. What? Why do you care? Well, I don't. Me personally. But I'm just saying. But like, I understand the psychology of it. How can you? Well, what's because the, I'm like, psychology was my minor. <laughs> but but the, my major was sociology. But the psychology of somebody feeling like someone should speak English in a country that doesn't have a national language, like what? What's the psychology of it? Yeah, like why do you feel like someone? Basically, should... the the mind is wired to want to understand what's happening around it. Mm-hmm. And so, if someone's speaking in a language that you don't understand, it can irritate. Just the the same way that hearing someone talk on the phone can irritate because you're not getting the whole conversation. You don't understand what's going on. It's like, it's a psychological thing. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that she had the right to or that she shouldn't have controlled her baser impulse to want to understand everything. She should have just backed off. But... Not back off. She should have just been quiet. We are... Yeah, we're wired to want to understand what's going on around us. But you realize you sound like you're defending her. No, I'm. I'm not trying to. I know. I'm Joe just needs saying another drink. He's making crazy amounts of sense. <laughs> I'm just saying. I understand the psychology. I psychology interests me, oh, not yeah. as much as sociology, no. which I fucking love. No. But you know, sometimes I understand things. I mean, hey, I I get it, but I guess what part of her loses the part that's supposed to be like 
understanding social norms where it's I mean, like she should mind her own business right I mean which should be the like the kind I understand of, why she doesn't but it's wrong she's like hey speak English like just because you understand something doesn't mean that you're defending it uh, okay but yeah long story short she should have just been quiet right people just need to mind their own business I've been saying that for a long time and go see Fantastic Four August whatever what August we- 8th is it really August 8th that's this Friday it's this Friday yeah yeah I'm definitely not gonna go see that this weekend and I gotta figure out how to sneak out in Straight Outta Compton that's is actually the 14th, the 14th. But and you know, buy a ticket to but, another movie. But way to be racist, though. Way to be racist. Why? The twenty first uh, is going to be awesome. Why are you assuming I'm going to go see Straight Outta Compton? No, I said of? I'm going to go see that. Oh, way to be not racist. Way to support black cinema. I mean, <laughs> I like I like musical biopics. Like that's exactly. Like, that's like probably one of my favorite genres. I wish I it like was a it documentary. <laughs> Nah, I like I mean, this. it's interesting because it'd be like a Black Justice League. The last trailer I saw <laughs> actually had documentary parts in it, and my interest in the movie just rose like thirty percent. Like I would almost go and see it if it's part documentary. Wait, why almost? Why wouldn't you go see it if it wasn't part documentary? Why wouldn't I go see it if it wasn't part documentary? That's the question. Because I don't want to. Like I like documentaries. Are oh, you such a bad black person? Like if it were Ice Cube telling me Like walking me through What's happening And talking about like how it was at that time Like I would be into that Well it's made by Ice Cube And Dr. Dre so it kind of is like Them telling you what it was like Ice Cube Cube still looks young enough to play Himself though That's what I was telling Lawrence that they should just age everyone Down like with the computers I don't think they even have to I mean Dre they might have to because he's got Isn't isn't Ice Cube's son playing him though Oh is it I think so It looks just like him I think it is I think it's his son Enough like him it kind of does From back then yeah Yeah. (laughs) Because he didn't have the beard Yeah like it kind of does look like him No it's his son you know Well I mean He, he looks like Ice Cube I don't care his son looks like his mom no, that's not true. <laughs> First of all, don't act like you know what Ice Cube's mom or Ice Cube's son's mom looks like. You don't know what that chick looks like. I don't. I know you don't. But if you I'm look at this fool, this fool looks like Ice Cube. He yeah. kind of he, he kind of looks like him a little. The dude that he looks resembles like, him. You're hilarious. The dude that looks like Easy E, or the dude that is playing Easy E, looks like Easy E too. Yeah. Yeah, because he has his glasses on the whole time. Well, that's what Easy like. I don't know what Easy E's eyes look like. I'm not even sure Easy E has eyes. Okay, he was actually like Stevie Wonder. Let me tell you, Easy E met the president with shades on. Okay, this fool went to the White House and didn't even take those sons of bitches off. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, if you might have been blind because they were like those big blind men, <laughs> Dude, like old old blind lady glasses. If like, you go walk into the I White House, my baby mama. <laughs> if you go walk into the White House. The friggin' capital of the United States of America meet the most powerful man in the world and not take your sunglasses off? That's how you know that you really are like on some old other stuff. Like this fool, yeah, man. I was like, dude, I, I don't, I've never seen his eyes. Tiger Claw says the director of Straight Outta Compton is interested in directing a superhero movie. Oh, Black Panther, right? Uh, no, I hope it's Cyborg. No, I hope he's doing a Cyborg movie. Panther. 
That's Black Panther. The news stories about him talking about Black Panther. Look, it, DC don't let black people direct movies. <laughs> it, you know, it's interesting because, you know, like, it was just, was that last week or the week before where we were talking about how do you have to be a black person to direct a black I never superhero said movie? That. No, no one said you did, Joe. <laughs> but was, wasn't that, that was on Fantastic Four, like, a week or two weeks ago, wasn't it? Dude, we talked about so much stuff. Like, yeah. I need to listen to the archive. That's what you need to do, Joe. You need to listen to this archive and be like, man, what was I doing? No, this this show, I'm pretty, like, on it. Like, <laughs> last show, the last show, I was a little bit off. <laughs> I was just like, like, I could see that. Last show, I was off. Okay. But this show, I'm pretty on it. Got it. I'm just a little thrown off by being behind the wheel again. It's, I get you. It's interesting, though, because I'm like the whole concept about or the whole concept of should a black director direct a movie that has a black superhero? And it's like on one hand, there are people that are like, oh, well, it doesn't have to be the case. And, and I agree with that. It definitely doesn't have to be the case. Uh, I don't feel like it should be the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like, oh, like, there's an obligation. But at the same time, if there's a black director that's good that wants to do it, why not let him? Well, I don't like the way that people think. Well, look, this is rehashing again. Um, but they think, oh, a black man could tell a black story because they know what it's like to be black. But mm-hmm. in the case of, like, Black Panther, it's like Black Panther is not black. He's black? No, he's not black. How's he not black? He's Wakandan. Like, he's black complexion, but when you think black, and when you're using that term to use a director, know what it's like to be black, mm-hmm. you're, th- you're talking about the oppression and the, the tribulations and trials and the plight of the black people in America. So when you say... Yeah, he doesn't listen to rap music. I think Black Panther would listen to rap music. But no, you're saying would. I don't think he does. I think in every comic I've read, he's not listening to black music. Well, but or he's not rap li- music. He's not listening to any music. So that's not the same thing. Like, you know, like if they had him listening to music, I don't know that he would not listen to rap. I, from everything I've seen, <laughs> he wouldn't listen to rap. Like, I think he would be more into like. I think I think you're putting your own stuff on T'Challa. Like, I think yeah, he would be like on Majel Nagio Cellos. But but here's the thing though, where I, and and while I understand what you're saying, Moses, I don't know if I 100 percent agree because I don't, you don't feel, have to. I'm right either way. Well, maybe, but maybe not because I don't feel like black is about African American experience. I think black is about like I think when you say like people don't say African Americans all around the world. They say black people all over the world. Because Wait, and that's hold, true. Hold on. Uh-huh. Let, let me stop you right there because Mo's actually right, and I think we should acknowledge that. How so? Well, you really think a, a, a guy, an African American, born in America, raised in America, knows what it's like to grow up with with uh, what do you call it, drug lords and all that? You know, teenagers carrying assault rifles and all that kind of stuff no. that goes on out there. See, but here's the thing. Here's the thing Is that I agree that the African experience Is different from the African American experience I'm not disagreeing on that What I'm saying is I don't think that black Equals the African American experience I think what you say It does in the case that they're using it To get a black director To do the Black Panther movie 
Which is what I said at the beginning. Well, but but well, okay. Because a black experience in France is different than a black experience here. Right, but okay. the way people say black in reference to a person is different in France than it is here. It might be, but maybe no, not. There was maybe this not. great Saturday Night Live skit where they were parroting the real world, and the black person from England hated black people from America. Which, I mean, that happens often. Like, there, there are people from Africa that don't like African-American Jamaicans people. Jamaicans hate African-American people. Yeah, right. And, and I, I can even understand to a degree why that happens. Because we had one of his heroes deported. I mean, technically it wasn't us. It was the white people, but... <laughs> no, they but, just hate black people. But well, here, at least in New York, Jamaicans hate black people but, because... But here's the but thing. But in Jamaica. Like, yeah. all the Jamaicans in Jamaica like me. Yeah. Or at least liked me when I was there. Because you're was exotic. Like, <laughs> I don't I mean, think he's exotic. I don't think he thought Jamaica. I was exotic. Nah, not Jamaica. A novelty, maybe? <laughs> at best. You'd be a novelty, man. <laughs> but here's the thing, where it's like, you might say that, okay, when people are saying black in other countries, it means bl- different black than when people will say black here. And I'm sure that there's definitely differences only because you're talking about different countries. But... What I'm saying is this, is even if I gave you that, the argument you can't make is that a white American person has a better perspective on an African king. Oh, I never said that. I, I'm, well, I'm not saying that you did say it, but that's what you're implying. You're implying that, you know, it's like, well, it doesn't, he doesn't have to be an African American because he doesn't have any better insight on, on what it's like to be an African king than anybody else. And what I'm saying to you is, well, that's not true if the next person in line happens to be a white Anglo-Saxon male. I will say... The point I was trying to make is that it doesn't matter what race the person is as long as he's a good filmmaker. Well, but, but here's that's the thing, though. That's, what I'm saying is the, the perspective on being an African king, even if you happen to be African-American as opposed to just a, a Caucasian-American... Is that you might have a, a closer or a perspective that might be more in line with what it's like to actually be that, not because it's in your experience, but because you've taken more time to maybe try to figure out what that experience might be like versus a Caucasian person who might just been like, oh, I think I think the white guy would know. No, see, but I don't I don't believe that. I think the white guy would believe he would know if you if you if you get a, a rich white guy. To direct the movie, he would totally understand what it's like to be a king. No, see, that's but no, but that's that's the thing. He wouldn't. He would know how it's like to be a European king. He wouldn't know what it's like to be an African king. Same thing. It's not, and that's and that's the whole point. Whereas, like, didn't England control that freaking continent for like a thousand years? Are you talking about Africa? Yeah. No, no. Like some were Dutch, some were French, some <laughs> like, were British. But, some but were even if oh, even European, even if that was the case, even if that was the case, it's like controlling a people isn't the same as being the, in charge of the people, and being a super smart technological right. It's African like, that, and that's that. Look, ironically enough, the the friggin' Mexican American Oz has proven my point by putting himself into a Caucasian mindset. And I just Donald know. Trump should direct. It's like I know I know what it's like to be a king. It's like I've been like I got plenty of money. I'm like a king in America, and it's like and then his thoughts of kings are friggin' English kings and friggin' you know king fr- French kings and and it's like the, being a king in Africa is not the same thing. Like it's not like it's not like you had the whole type sent like in 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 European kingdoms they went through a bloodline and it was like. Uh, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, 
And I'm blacker than black yeah. And I'm black, y'all And I'm black, y'all And I'm black, y'all yeah. And I'm, I'm blacker I'm than black And I'm black, y'all And there's the booze <laughs> You're not making a good case for yourself here Oh, that was uh, from Tiger Claw Don't don't listen to Tiger Claw <laughs> but Tiger Claw understands the African <laughs> But but it's not like it's not like like the, the European kings are like, "Oh, I have a divine right to rule." That's not how it was in Africa. Africa no no African king has ever been like, "Oh, my bloodline entitles me to rule over you people." Well, it's never, that's not how African kingdoms work. Can I direct? Uh, are you sure? L- look it up. No. Okay, well then you just gonna have to take my word for it then. <laughs> if you're not gonna do the work, then you just gonna have to take my word for it. That's if how I, it works. If I jerked off to National Geographic at an early age, am I qualified to direct a Black Panther movie? <laughs> no. I saw Coming to America. And, and don't get me wrong, it's not to say that an African king wouldn't have his son be the next king, because that's actually what happens in Wakanda. Yeah. It's not to say that, but it's just to say that it's not guaranteed that because you're my son, you're the next king, and that's just all there is to say about it. That's, that's just not how it works. And, you know, you can say that that's not how it works in Europe, too. You can make an argument for it. But in their system, like, officially, that's how it's supposed to work. You guys get what I'm saying? Or am I talking? Yeah, about I mean, that's how the Klingons do it in Star Trek. Honestly, it's like... I don't care. You you can not care. Do you not care if like who directs a Black Panther movie? No. You don't care. Or you do care. No, really. I mean, no. I just want a good Black Panther movie. Well, I think that's and all what we all want. Unfortunately, since I'm not a huge Black Panther fan, like as long as it isn't dumb, then I'm gonna like it. It's like we should get a black. No, no. We should get a Latina. I'll be honest. My last, the last time I saw a black, white Black Panther, the Black Panther put the Silver Surfer in a chicken wing, and so it's like, I think a white guy could have came up with that. A white guy did? No, no, that was black. That was a black guy. Oh, who was it? Duffy. Yeah, was Dwayne McDuffie the one who wrote that? Yeah, that was his run of Fantastic Four. Oh, I did. I was thinking we were talking about Black Panther comic books. I didn't realize that happened to Fantastic Four. Was that him? That was him when where Black Panther when the Fantastic was, was the head was of Black Panther and Storm. Storm. Yeah, no, I mean I get it. And I, I forgot who. No, it was yeah, Fantastic, uh, the Torch and the Thing yeah. and Mister Mister Fantastic and Invisible Woman went off to like cement their marriage. Yeah, they went on vacation, which didn't work out for them. It didn't. Well, well it eventually did. it did. It kind of did. But yeah, no, I did, I just forgot. I didn't realize that was Dwayne McDuffie because yeah. I didn't I didn't read it. Like I read an, an issue. I don't see. I never liked the silver surf the silver surfer chicken wing thing. No. It's well, kinda, of course not. It's it's corny as hell. Yeah. I was sad about Dwayne McDuffie's death until I read that. But oh, it's kind of awesome. See, that's wrong. It's not awesome. The chicken wing? Come on now. It is. What? what why? What is awesome about that? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense, but it's still cool. Speaking I mean, of chicken wings, you have this all-powerful godlike being, and the Black Panther puts him in a chicken wing, and he's like useless. Doesn't make I mean, any could sense. you imagine if the Black Panther had been there, like in Infinity Gauntlet, and put Thanos in that? 
<laughs> Take the glove off his hand. He's like, right. what the hell is this? <laughs> so gods and monsters. We should take a break first. But I, it's almost nine. It's not. It's eight twenty-one. It's almost nine in forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we should take a break first. You know uh, what's the name of that group, Joe? The the K-pop death metal group. I've never heard of such a thing. You should play that. You know what that is, right, Mo? No. It's metal, Mo. You're supposed to know all things. It's not metal. if it's K-pop, it's not metal. It's K-pop and metal. No, it's, you can't have. You can't serve two masters. You know what I'm talking about, Oz. I've heard about it. What's the I've name of that group? Heard it though, because it's K-pop. It's messed up. Baby metal. There you go. That's not K-pop. Oh, what is it? It's J-pop. Oh, sorry. It's racist. I, I guess I am. I'm sorry. This fantastic forum. We'll be right back. Formally on allgames.com. That was fucking amazing. I'm glad you liked it, Jay. I think Moses liked it too. He was tapping his foot. Did you not was, listen to he it? He was touching his crotch. Turn turn your mic on, Mo. I've heard it before. 
Oz splooged. I don't like Japanese metal. Why not? Because none of it's really metal. What makes it not metal? Well, it's just the way that Jap- Japan handles things. Is uh, it's everything's more like either a fashion or uh, I guess like um, a novelty. You like the jazz better, right? What jazz? Japanese jazz? Yeah. I I don't think I've heard it, but I feel like tank. Oh yeah, but uh, that's not Japanese, is it? Yeah. You said what tank? No, tank. The cowboy bebop ending theme. Or beginning thing. Or beginning thing, I mean. Mm-hmm. It's called Tank. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Japanese. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I do like that. Ja- but I guess jazz itself lends itself to itself being <laughs> non-serious about itself. No, I'm just, I just wanted to say itself a lot. <laughs> Jazz, because it, it, a lot of it's improvisational and everything, mm-hmm. almost any musical outlook could create some form of jazz. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's infused in every form of musical <laughs> okay. uh, genre. But yeah, it, so it's like, that's not a metal band. That's a pop band that plays fast drums and repetitive guitars that sound like metal. So it does sound like metal. What makes it not metal? Well, I think the hook. Well, yeah, the structure itself. It's a A B A B A C structure, mm-hmm. which is that's a pop structure. Mm. That's let it be. That's yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's every mm-hmm. Beatles song. Mm-hmm. That's a pop structure. Dude, mm-hmm. I love the Beatles. <laughs> I I love them too. I couldn't say love fully, but they're cool. I heard someone say they're overrated though. I don't think they're overrated. I think. What I don't like about the Beatles is their fans. Some of their fans are douchebags. Yeah, most of mean, them, I think. Not I mean, all of them. It's no, no, like, most. It's like peop- the, the Beatles fans have kind of come to the conclusion. It's like somebody said the Beatles are like the top of like the musical food chain, and everyone like just jumped on that bandwagon and believes it. Right. But there's no good reason for that to be the case. Like everyone, like all Beatles fans, well, not all, but a lot of Beatles fans will say it. But no one but can tell you why. But yeah, but no one can tell you why. Right. Uh, and and oh, actually, they can. How? No, no for one, like I, no I, mean, I, I could tell you. Tell me why. Because like, everything that's ever done in any genre of music, they did it first. What? That's crazy talk. Almost anything, every anything that's ever done in any genre of music, the Beatles did it first. Right. I think hip hop. One of their songs. They sampled. They, what? Sample, sample, hip-hop sounds about sampling specifically. But it was done in hip-hop, and they did it first. What? So wait, so so you're saying, but I, you can't say that the Beatles did hip-hop first. I'm not saying they didn't. I'm not saying they did. But I'm sure if we listen to the whole discography, <laughs> there might have been a rap. <laughs> no, there was not. All right, Some people think Blondie was the first. Which is ridiculous. I know. She came out like a year after Sugar Hill Gang. Ridiculous. It's just people it's just people trying to like that's that's white privilege. <laughs> They're just like, no, we invented hip hop. Guess what? You didn't. Yeah. In fact, you're white people. You've invented nothing almost. <laughs> All this to say that they're not metal. <laughs> like even the fact that they have metal in their name. I, I I can't tell you they they are metal because I don't I don't know what the defining characteristics of metal are. Mm-hmm. All I know is what they've do, like the music they make sounds like 
other metal music I've heard before to the unsophisticated ear. Uh, yeah, and trust me, by no like, my I would never contend that I'm the sophisticated metal listener because I'm not. I'm like I don't, I, you put me on the metal, <laughs> so right. it's like you know, so it's not like I'm a student of metal by any means. Well, for me, it's close enough. <laughs> Look, Plus, I actually like the like. I've always been a fan of mixing genres. That's true. So you mix metal and J-pop, and I'm like, right. that's awesome. Well, I mean, I like mixing genres in metal, too. Like, I love jazz fusion metal. So, and I like, you know, right. rockabilly metal. And it helps to like the other style that's being messed with. That's the thing. I don't think I like J-pop at all. Right. So. I think I could find, a, like, two songs you like. Maybe. Like, uh, have you heard a... Uh, nope. Don't even say nope until you. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've ever heard any J-pop other than what I've heard on anime. Right, and I didn't like and it. And I was about to say a- anime. Oh, okay. Um, like the Full Metal Alchemist opening. I I don't think I've ever heard that, but I will. Okay, next the next break. And see, yeah, and we that's got what, you next break. That's what sucks because I probably would like that just because it's a cool anime opening theme, you know. Like even like the Evangelion opening. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know or the yeah bo- that counts. I like animes when they have like indie rock opening, like Berserk. Oh, like a Lane. Yeah, like that. Dude, I love that album. I love that band. It yeah. sucks that they share the name with the K-pop singer. Yeah, so that it's hard to find their actual music. Yeah, but what K-pop man. singer is it? Lane. Boa. Boa. No, the group is Boa. Oh, and. It's an English group. Mm-hmm. The anime is Lane. The English group is Boa. The song is Duvet. Mm. Uh, but there's a K-pop singer named Boa. Mm. And so it's kind of hard to find them. Gotcha. Like when you type in Boa, they get like overshadowed. the K-pop yeah. comes up. Because K-pop rules the world. Not yet. K-Con, right. K-Con was here. So, <laughs> Gods and Monsters. Yes. The Justice League, Gods and Monsters. What do you think of it, Moses? Or why don't you tell the people what it is? Well, it's uh, Bruce Timm's imagining of uh, alternate Justice League from a parallel reality or something. Or like an Elseworlds, I guess, is how Joe put it. And um, it, it's it, it is based on a comic, though, right? No. No. The comic, the comic is based on the movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. So, um, basically... This is a grittier, darker take on the Justice League, but what's that clanking in the background? That's Oz on his keyboard, I think. You know how Oz does. Yeah, whenever I talk, it distracts me, though. But anyway, I think Yeah, Oz, knock it off. So, (laughs) this... At first, you know, with all these animated movies, I always find something to dislike right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So, with this one, they show this uh, Superman... This version of Superman being sent from Krypton as it's being destroyed, but it's it's Zod's seed implanted in uh, was it Kryptonian vagina? Well, no, Kara Zor-El's like egg, and then it sends, and then they send the ship off, the embryo off, and it gets you know fertilized and everything. On its way to Earth, mm-hmm. and, or on its way into the void, I guess, because they don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, <laughs> they show I, they show this like 
cartoon like montage thing and I'm thinking it's him I think it's a spaceship traveling to through like like something like 2001 Space Odyssey like mm-hmm. psychedelic space through mm-hmm. a wormhole or whatever and it turns out it's the sperm going into the egg and I'm like that's not what a sperm's supposed to look like mm-hmm. it doesn't have a tail and then they show the ship and I'm like see th- at least they made the ship look like a sperm <laughs> <laughs> so that was my initial like reaction to this movie but then as I watched it I was like man that's what the if they really wanted to make a dark gritty Superman and Justice League and the new 52 like they should have done this uh in like how do you know what Kryptonian sperm looks like shut up (laughs) um (laughs) hey don't 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 judge Moses for whatever blowjobs he did with Kryptonians it's none of your business they do killer kegels oh my god Kegel was her name. Kegel. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this like dark, gritty take on these characters was done masterfully because they still retain a hint or a hue of what they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. but they're not really supposed to have any of it because it's still a par- it's a parallel universe altogether. So, mm-hmm. it, but. I don't feel like I'm not watching Superman mm-hmm. or I'm not watching Justice League rather mm-hmm. but I'm watching this just a, a cool Elseworlds of it right but you gotta admit Wonder Woman's basically the same I, I mean Wonder Woman's better I don't I don't think Wonder Woman's basically the same cause she's completely different right yeah she seemed the same with a different skin no it's it's look I can nah it's not the same because she didn't come from a feminist island. <laughs> I was yeah, not Her feminist. being a new god was amazing, I thought. Yeah, and when I discovered that she was a new god, I almost jizzed my pants. Because <laughs> it was, I'm like, I just saw her teleport in, and I'm like, wait a minute. And then I saw her head attire. Yeah. And I'm like, that's Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> and then, sure enough, they show her origin, and it was like, and then the whole thing with Orion too like you know I love Orion yeah and I, I mean I like the new gods all together but yeah. Um, but yeah just the whole thing with her and Orion like I was like man I want to I want this to be the new like 47 or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like just do I want to see everybody in this universe yeah have that Bruce Tim's idea of making Superman grittier is to just make a Mexican see, like, that you, works you know it's interesting though Oz because I know like you know, we we. It's not just Mexican. Like him being the seed of Zod was like kind of right. cool. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like I was thinking that there was going to be something like racist that came up, and I was like, actually, like he's he's not the way he is because he got raised by right a Mexican family, and and even but he also has that outlook from that upbringing. Yeah, ex- which kind of you know informed kinda, his yeah. decisions in yeah, a different exactly. way right and because like, he's seen the oppression and yeah you know, shit like that and it's not even like he was like a bad person right he was just he was just a bit more edgy in regards to how he handled he things did, he needed he did what needed to be done which it's like his life was harder and he reflected that yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. I was, I was. Waiting. I don't think they understand the Mexican American experience. I mean, they don't. They Bruce Tim definitely does not understand the Mexican American experience. I've met, I've met Bruce Tim. He doesn't know what it's like to be an Aztec king. <laughs> That's absolutely true too. Bruce Tim has no idea what it's like to be an Aztec king. Um, what you, what did you think of it, Oz? 
I liked it. <laughs> I still, I still don't think it's like it's still at the end of the day, it's still a pretty good movie, pretty good story. Uh, I really don't see a lot of difference with with Wonder Woman, um, or I guess I should call her Barda. No, Barda Bar- was there. Yeah, Barda was there. Barely. Barely. Uh, <laughs> Batman. Batman was it was interesting, but a little lazy. How is he lazy? It's because he has Mexican parents. Is that what you're saying? Racist. No, it's just making him an actual, actual vampire. I mean, it makes sense. It just felt like, like he was like lazy. all the cool parts of Morbius mm-hmm. with some of the cool parts of Batman. And it was Kirk Langstrom. Yeah, which makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Tiger Claw says this version of Wonder Woman is horny. Okay, <laughs> is that what Tiger Clock took away from the from the movie? <laughs> yeah. Now I just had a nasty visual, like Tiger Claw getting like hot and bothered and just reaching into his pants. I mean, she wasn't any more horny than she was in Justice League, the animated series. No, I don't think so. Or in Trinity. I don't need the either. comic. Yeah. I mean, she, Wonder Woman likes men. Which is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about I you? mean, she gets frustrated with them at, at times. As women tend to do. Indeed. But, like, specific men's, like, she's down. Yeah. Right. What about you, Joe? What did you think of it? Oh, I loved it. I loved all the references. I loved seeing all those characters. Um, all the scientists. Yeah. It's, like, kind of like, like a... Like, the amount of references in this is just staggering. Like, there are not many people that could do this. Like, Bruce Timm is probably one of the only people that I could think of offhand that can put the story together, put all these characters together, mm-hmm. and make it feel right. Mm-hmm. And, and and also be able to do it layered so that it's like, if you don't know who any of those people are, or you wouldn't get any of those references. It doesn't hurt your story at all, right? Like you don't have to know that that was John Irons mm-hmm. in that uh, when they were all trying to figure out what to do. Like, mm-hmm. but I know, mm-hmm. and that's amazing to me, right? Like, yeah, right. Or the fact and, uh, that it was like the metal men, right? And <laughs> Doctor Sylviana is in it, mm-hmm. and. I have forgotten that until Mo brought it up, mm. and like I instantly knew who he was when I saw him. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's it's really made for comic book fans, and you don't have to be a comic book fan, like you said. Like you cannot be a comic book fan and enjoy this for a good story. Mm-hmm. But if you're a comic book fan, there's so many bonuses in it for you right. that it's just an amazing thing to watch Mm -hmm. and it's great it makes it the story is good and uh yeah it's just honestly it's mind blowing to me like the story who who can tell me more about the comic because I I didn't realize that like so it's like well issue one is out now and and so it's just like is it a continuation of what you see in the story on the, from the movie or is it just something like how they got to that point I wonder like I mean I'd be happy for either one whether it be a prequel or like a sequel 
but that's that's interesting. I I just assumed that it was a a limited series or a graphic novel that I just hadn't that I hadn't read that I just missed it, you know. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of Gods and Monsters, but hey, it's not it's not like I'm up on every Justice League trade paperback that's ever been in existence or anything like that. But to find out that like, this all came out in the mind of Bruce Tim, it's like, oh wow, like no wonder it was good. <laughs> like you know. I don't know. I guess I'm just used to him adapting stuff. Um, so I'm looking up. I actually don't see information on the comic yet. Oh, okay. But there is a pre-series that started on June 8th on Machinima. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Which is a companion piece to this movie. Okay. Um, so if you want a little more, you can go to Machinima and check it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. The comic book series, a series of one shots written by J.M. DeMatteis mm-hmm. and Bruce Tim, which will foc- uh, which focuses on each hero's origin story. Oh, okay. Plus a three issue prequel comic book uh, will be released. Okay. Cool. I mean, yeah. Not mess with those two. And uh, that starts July 22nd. Uh, oh, that's already is, started. Yeah, it's already started. Uh, Gods and Monsters Batman and Gods and Monsters Superman have already released. Uh, Gods and Monsters Wonder Woman comes out August 5th. And the Gods and Monsters series comes out August 12th through August 26th. Cool. Sweet. And... Uh what did you think of the voice acting? Uh, everyone but Wonder Woman, uh, everyone but Lois Lane was fine. Um, Lois Lane, she just sounds off. Yeah, and I think it's Holly like Perrette, they... who's done her before, would have been a better choice. Uh, but uh, Paget Brewster, I just don't think this was the role for her. So. But everyone else's voice I, I really liked. Um, I really enjoyed the Batman one. It was Michael mm-hmm. C. Hall. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah He's the good. Dexter dude, which, like, if you've ever watched that episode where he fantasizes about being Batman. Mm-hmm. It's cool. <laughs> Fair. Why would Dexter fantasize about being Batman? Because he was a serial killer. And he was living a double life, so uh, all like serial killers identity. want to be Batman. <laughs> it, 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 like he fantasizes, and he has this, like cowl and stuff, and he's like, he's getting the bad guys instead of killing them. So he's like debating whether he should go that route or. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. That's cool. No, yeah, I mean, everyone else I thought did a great job. It seemed the voice acting seemed fine to me too. I mean, I don't, I can't think of anybody that. I stood out as bad, honestly. I probably would have, even though it's not cost efficient, uh, gotten. Uh, damn it! What is that guy's name from Criminal Minds? I don't know. Oh, uh, which which guy from Criminal Minds? The nerd. Oh, yeah, I can't think like, of his name, but I would have gotten him to do Jimmy Olsen. Hmm. But, yeah, uh, he has a great voice. The guy who does Yuri Lowenthal is like really good too. Mm-hmm. But I just 
I don't know. I like him, like, in stuff. <laughs> He's good. Is there any part of it that anybody would change or want to see different? Like, would would you take out the Mexicans, Oz? Well, they're hardly in it, so it's not really what you can take out. But they totally made Superman a degenerate. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Should have been adopted by Africans. There you go. There you go. That would have made more sense. M- much more sense. Africans are totally looking for small white babies. He'd have been the king of Wakanda. I don't know. That Superman was kind of brown too. A little bit. He was more tan. It's interesting how go- a goatee makes Superman evil. Every bad guy. It doesn't has a always make him evil. No, no. Superman. Oh wait, that was a beard. I'm thinking of like that he had in the Justice League episode. Yeah, like every bad version of a good guy has a goatee. Oh yeah, I mean that was like the Star Trek thing, right? Yeah, but but it's other people too. Like it's not like the goatee. Like the goatees, the goatees don't make. uh, Actually, in Futurama, they subverted that with the Flexo having a goatee. But actually, being a good guy. Mm. See, like, like Oliver Queen doesn't look like a bad guy, even though he has a goatee. But he does have like that spindly mustache. Maybe if it was just like a straight goatee, it would be, you know, okay. Man, but final verdict, you guys. Oz, gods and monsters. How would you rate it? It's good. Go check it out. Like one to five. What would you give it? One being worse. Yeah, one being six. There you go. Moses, how would you rate one to five? Gods and monsters. Five. There you go. Only because I didn't finish it yet. (laughs) You get to the end, you'd be like, no. Well, I could give it a six. Well, it might get a six. Yeah. I got the end. Got you. Got you. What about you, Jay? Um, A five. And I will say it actually hit on a person, like, it hit a note. That personally I've been kind of like looking for and I'm not going to bring it up but it's or I'm not going to say what it is but it's definitely just amazing it's platinum <laughs> it's, it's platinum that's <laughs> platinum we won't say what that means though and they show nipples yeah I, I, I've been waiting for nipples for a while now and so ridiculous <laughs> I know it sounds Pervy, but it does. No, not at all. No, no. but it's a pure perv. <laughs> we finally get nipples? female nipples. Like, on, uh, on, only if you're looking for them, like Joe. <laughs> it's like barely nipples. And I will say, you're right. I, I was looking for them, which is why I also saw them on the statue. <laughs> which uh, actually is only that first scene with the statue, but when they show it again, it's like. It's not there, but uh, with platinum, they're there the whole time. And uh, man, I like man. I would really love to sit down and have a conversation with Bruce Stem about like all the stuff like it, it, between Batman Year One, Assault on Arkham, and Gods and Monsters. Like DC Animation is really just like pushing the limit like with language 
with nudity and like where is it going pornography and I want to <laughs> I actually do wonder like how hard was it to get that approved like if someone saw that I'm sure no one noticed and well you're sure but you're not Bruce Tim. you don't know anything about it May, like you means they'll do Killing Joke right. You're already try like you try to ignore nudity. I don't try to, ignore which is it. why I just don't look for. It. I don't really. Right, that's why your opinion doesn't matter much. <laughs> it's like there's a difference though. It's like I won't but be- like Bruce Tim, he was like looking at the like the storyboards and the f- animation, like the rough drafts, the final cut. Like he. We yes, know. Bruce Tim. He'll be like nipples. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Tim will be like they're nipples, or he'll be like, and then yes, and then and then and then when the DV or, or when all the hard copies come out, no nipples in those because you pointed it out to Bruce Tim. He's like, scrub the nipples, <laughs> scrub the nipples. You know, messed around and messed your nipples up, Joe. <laughs> no, I think I really, I really think DC is just trying to go there, like. <laughs> I mean, Assault on Arkham, like, there was no need for that much implied nudity. It's mm-hmm. like you get two Harley scenes and a Color Frost scene. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have to do all that. But, but you're glad they did. Oh, yeah. There you go. Especially Color Frost. <laughs> I like her. As for myself, I'd give it a five as well. It was great. It was really fun. I mean, I really enjoyed the the concept and the idea of Langstrom's Batman and you know there's a scene in that joint that it was just like wow like you know I watched it and I was like man this is heartbreaking <laughs> you know so it's good stuff it's, it was a great flick you should definitely check it out if you haven't done so already it's worth your time and your money so uh, yeah Jay we got one other thing to talk about yeah let's do it okay so the Morose Mononokian is about a high school student who's uh, named Ashia, who is being plagued by a demon, and so he goes to an exorcist to get it removed and ends up working for the exorcist, which is kind of similar to my colic, mm-hmm. but... What really makes this interesting is the exorcist uh, exercises demons for their sake and not for, like, people's sake. Mm. So it's, like, a whole different view. Like, you're getting, like, from the demon standpoint. Okay. Which I thought was a great twist to this kind of story. And, uh, yeah, basically the first story arc starts or the first story starts out with him being haunted uh, by a demon and the next one being uh, a demon in the school that he attends Mm -hmm. uh, that he has to deal with and yeah both are interesting like from the demon standpoint Um, it's so the idea is that they're haunting like or one of them's haunting these this place but it's from their standpoint yeah and so they tell you like the motivations for the haunting and such right huh that is interesting 
<laughs> yeah. The end. Sorry. So, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. that is what's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what kind of what kind of interesting or or what kind of places do you go to that you don't normally get to see in this kind of story because you're telling it from that perspective? Well, like, so the first demon, it's basically haunting him, and it turns out it's the demon of a dog mm-hmm. that died, but he didn't at first realize he was dead. He was just like being ignored by everyone, mm-hmm. oh. and so. By the time he like finds someone that can actually see him, he just clings to him just to be noticed. He, the dog clings to the person that can see them. Yeah. Oh. So it's like it's haunting him, but it's doing it because he's the only one that notices him. And why can that person see the dead dog or the dog spirit? Um, Ashia just can see spirits. Like he's oh. really weak. Okay. Uh, power, but he can see spirits. Okay. And so it just it haunts him because he's the only one that can see it, and so he's clinging to him for attention. Wow! And so no matter how much like he like uh, like tries to get him to go, like he like punches and kicks and he does what he can to like try and get rid of it. Right. He just clings harder to him, and so when he finds out, like when the uh, exorcist like explains what's going on. Like he actually starts to feel really bad for him, right? Because it changes you know, the whole perspective on why. Like it doesn't feel like a malicious thing, right? Yeah, he's just he's the only one that notices me, so I'm gonna like stay as close to you as I can, right? And so they do end up exercising him for the, his sake, so he can move on to the next world. Wow, that and is so, really interesting, right? And uh, the second. St- story is similar to that mm-hmm. and uh, one of the cool things you get with anime or with manga sometimes mm-hmm. is they'll devote pages to just like explaining things uh, in world or out and uh, at the end of the fourth chapter he actually talks about like the creation creative process mm-hmm. where the main character actually started out as just a random doodle mm-hmm. he drew in like the story notes mm-hmm. and when he gave it to the publisher the publisher was like oh I can't wait to see more of this guy mm-hmm. and he was like who and like oh that's just a doodle but alright and so he started building him from that mm-hmm. and then his next publisher was like you should make him the main character mm. and it's just kind of interesting seeing it evolved from what he thought it would be mm-hmm. into what it turned out to be. Right. That's so, cool. what's the uh, what's the art style like in this book? Uh, the art style is it's a well, kind of shonen. Uh, uh, no, it's kind of bishojo we bishojo. And for those that don't know. Bajojo means like uh you know that's the thinner characters less mm-hmm. defined mm-hmm. Uh, at least like muscularly mm-hmm. uh type artwork like one piece ish yeah yeah like a one piece yeah word and so, and the art complements the story well yeah, it does. It's like 
Actually, it's it is kind of not exactly, but it's in the same style of art as like say a holic. Okay. Yeah. And that, you like, think that's intentional or is it just a coincidence? Intentional. I mean, that's a but shonen is a style mm-hmm. of art, and it normally goes for like, um, for well, it's described as being like for females, uh huh. But it's not like necessarily like all people read it, but it just has to do with less definement, more uh, facial expressions mm-hmm. as. The, Opposed to like a Dragon Ball, which is ridiculous body, like muscles, mm-hmm. like yeah, cool. So all in all, how would you rate it? It's a oh good. Well, it's a written and drawn by Kiri Wazawa, and uh, published by Square Enix. Oh, I so uh, I didn't even realize this Square put out a lot of manga. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Is it any of it game based? Yeah, um, some of it I can't think recall at front. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, some of it. Gotcha. But I would definitely give this uh, like a four out of five. Like it's just really interesting. Like it's something I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Like even in the stories where you do get a lot of the demon perspective, mm-hmm. it's different from that. Is different than what you would expect from a demon perspective, right? Like, I mean, we see we've seen like in Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah. Like, you get a lot of the demon side of things, right? But it feels different than and manga. what you're getting here. Got you. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And so, say the title one more time: The Morose Mononokian. Cool. Check it out, and that's on Crunchyroll. Yes. So if you want to check it out, you can go to Crunchyroll. Bam! How far along is it right now? Uh, four chapters in. Oh, so it's pretty relatively new. Right. That's good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Um, before we get out of here, any quick news stories that we should make sure we hit? That's like it's, it felt like a slow news week. I mean, Rachel I, McAdams hates Marvel movies. No, I don't think that's the story. Really? Yeah, she they asked her. They asked her to be a character in Doctor Strange. She's like, "No, nah, I'd rather be Black Orchid for DC." Well, see, that's not how that went exactly, though, right? It sounds like that's how it went. Because she said she said that she would be interested in doing a, a, a character in Doctor Strange, but she said that yeah, she did say she would like to play Black Orchid, which yeah, because Doctor Strange is actually being made, but they are not about Black Orchid. <laughs> I mean, she's still looking for a paycheck. Let's not. Let's not get it twisted. Right. Nobody even knows Black Orchid. No. But you don't have it's to know. The fact that she came up with it is actually kind of interesting. It, it is interesting. about how she likes that character. <laughs> Look, Moses shook his head. He's like, it's not interesting. He's like, Rachel McAdams was just perusing Wikipedia pages for a character that she found interesting. About comic books. I, it, would be, it would be really wild to me if, if Rachel, McAd- Rachel McAdams actually read Black Orchid and was a fan of it. Like that would be really wild to me. It sounds. It sounds like she is from the story. It could be. I. I would need to hear that from Rachel McAdams. Did she say that it was her favorite? Like that when she read it, she knew Chris Pachalo was going to be a star. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. Then she didn't read it. That's hilarious. Um. 
Also, too, I did see a story that uh, it looks like uh, Channing Tatum is not attached as an actor to that Gambit movie, or they, at least the rumor is that he's he's not going to be attached to it anymore. But they say that he might still be producing it, which I'm like, wonder that. Wait, what? Channing Tatum was Channing attached to a Gambit solo pick, like as what Gambit. <laughs> As what? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've done we've done the story before. Channing Tatum supposedly is a big Gambit fan, but I'm I probably wasn't here when you did the story. I mean, maybe Joe, but we've done it multiple times. Uh, yeah, I probably wasn't. I've been gone multiple times. So. All right, Joe. <laughs> it's like it's okay. less impressive that she brought up Black Orchid now. Oh, why? Because I just saw she's in Justice League Dark. Uh, that's not getting made anymore. She's been no the character is in Justice League Dark. She's been in, in it for a while. In the in the comics, yeah. I mean, I know she's in the comics, but why is that less impressive? Like Rachel McAdams reading Justice League Dark. Well, because she, well, because Black Orchid was originally a 1993 Vertigo book, right? So if she if it was because of that, so was more Constantine, and he's in Justice League Black. I'm talking about it being more impressive. Just League Dark. Oh, more impressive. I think you meant, like, said less impressive. I said it's less impressive now that I read that Black Orchid isn't Justice League Dark. She, he basically saying, like, Black Orchid has more exposure now because she was in Justice League Dark. But I'm like, I don't, I mean, maybe, are you thinking? Yeah, that? but she says she always wanted to make Black Orchid, and that sounds like it comes from the 90s. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So, Channing Tatum. Wants to play Gambit. He's supposedly he's from New Orleans, right? Actually, it looks like he is playing him. Well, no, Joe. Wait, or less what? Is this Joe's a story? At, like some two-year-old is, story. Is this a story that's like came out in like the last like few days? It came out uh, today. Say at say, noon fifty-two. <laughs> saying <laughs> saying <laughs> saying what? Right. I gotta go. It says uh. Rumors swirled last week that the actor was walking away from the role, but a deal was apparently hammered out. Oh. So he is going to play Gambit. Yeah. That's really wild. Should Channing Tatum be Gambit? Why not? I saw Magic Mike. He can do it. (laughs) (laughs) He had a staff. (laughs) It's like, it's the obligatory joke. Like, you can't not do it. You can't do it. You can't not do it. Anyway. Uh, other news New Hercules series coming out Which is kind of wild uh, It's so funny because Abnett is doing Is writing it and then Luke Ross is going to draw it But I saw this story In the Mary Sue Where they were like Talking about how Marvel's like is missing An opportunity for, at diversity With not letting Hercules be bisexual but I, I know right it, and, and that stems from the fact that Hercules had a relationship with Wolverine in the Extreme X-Men comic book, like, which only I read and, like, two others. Like, that was the joint with, uh, with Dazzler hopping from universe to universe. Oh, I love that book. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, but Hercules was in a relationship with Wolverine and Mary Sue was like, well, why don't you let him be bisexual in this book? And then, and, and they asked, uh... Isn't that a dick? Isn't that a dick? 
a different Hercules? Oh, it is definitely a different Hercules. It's it's so just because one Hercules is, is bisexual, it doesn't mean the other one is. You understand this? It's just like Iceman. Just because one is gay doesn't mean the other is. You understand? Plus, he's Greek. That's what they do. That's hilarious. You understand this, and I understand this. Even though I think the Iceman thing is a little different, only because those are technically both the same universe. Iceman. I'd like to see Kate Marsh dating a woman. Uh, who's Kate Marsh? Or is her name Marsh? I don't. Oh, Bishop. You talking about Bishop, Hawkeye? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I like to see her try. Yeah, well, I try it out. <laughs> I bet you would, perv. You and your nipples. <laughs> I mean, right. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Jay, it's about that time. We need you to play the wrap-up music. I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, off the top of my head. I can't. I will say this. I know that Tiger Cop put one of those Olivia Munn training videos in the friggin' chat. Doesn't she know how to do it yet? Or is she still training? She, she's training She's for, an Asian doing martial arts I don't see anything you worthy Oh, first of all That's that's racist Yeah, they're not all chun And then, isn't she only like half Asian anyway? I don't know So she's half as good? She looked great doing it though Hey, we talked about that last week hey, We didn't talk about it last week It was a different video one was the swordsmanship stuff. This oh. was her actually doing like fighting combinations and stuff, and it was like it wasn't easy combinations. I mean, she looked like she'd be okay as like if if she was a uh, I guess yeah if she was a, a side lock cosplay, I'd be like whoa that looks really good. So nope. I don't see like a big deal with that. She might be one of the best parts of smoothie, low key, which is not hard to do. Now. Except that she really? might be a four horseman. Well, and you're right, and that's the messed up part. Better Except than Jubilee. Look, I don't have a lot of faith for Jubilee in this movie, dude. I really don't. She looks Jubilee. She looks like Jubilee, but like all those X Men, they all were like on some other stuff. And I like Jubilee especially was just like, I'm like, I'm not sure this chick knows where she is right now. And I feel like that might translate to the set, but I don't know. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Okay. Oz, give me some final thoughts, buddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, go watch Gods and Monsters. That's it's fine. Right. Jay, final thoughts. Um. Huh. I don't think I have one this week. Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. Um. To last week's episode wasn't uploaded. I mean, it wasn't published yet, but it will be tonight. Word. And for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out. Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver, gold, vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver, gold, vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com.